Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Less Doing Podcast. I'm here with Aaron, and this is episode 62. How are you doing, Aaron? Hey, Ari. How's it going? How's your week been? It's, uh, it's, been, it's been very good. Uh, I feel like the weather's finally breaking. But uh, as predicted, they said that the polar vortex, which I cringe every time I even say polar vortex, but they, they said that that was going to cause the worst allergy season ever. And uh, okay. it, it seems to have been doing that to a lot of people. And I got a little bit of itchy eyes going on. So I'm doing a little bit of, a, of an allergy makeover right now. But So what, what does that actually mean, an allergy makeover? Do you have things that you do to hack your allergies? Yeah, so it's uh, so I, I never had allergies before, like five years ago, and then one season, you know, and, and that's common. Like the the pollen count and all that stuff gets worse at pretty much every year. So, yeah. uh, and everyone has a tolerance level. So odds are that at some point in your life you probably will suffer from seasonal allergies. Of course, if you're prone to inflammation, like I have been, uh, or you have you know, stressors in your life. There's all sorts of things that can sort of bring it out and, and make you more susceptible. And with me, it always seems to be like the first couple weeks of spring. So it, it almost manifests itself more like a cold than anything. Mm -hmm. So uh, one of the things that I've been doing, uh, and it's relevant to our interview today with the uh, with Jason and Mira Carlton, is that I, and I've written about this before, I don't really take any supplements every day. There's, there's no sort of standard regimen that I do every day. It's kind of based on what's going on, what I need, what I feel. So okay. one of the things that I did start doing again and I, is that I started taking my, uh, my nutrients. I got this up here. If you, can, if you guys are watching yep. this, my nutrients uh, multivitamins. I'm actually going to pour this in right now. But, okay. um, and I'll talk about this more in the interview with Mira, but one of the things that I love about these is that they, uh, it's a powdered form and it's, it's, just, it's got everything in it. It's, it, what's really good about it is that there's a morning pack. So this is the, this is the AM pack and then there's an evening pack. And the, the idea there is that there's vitamins that are uh, comp competitors with each other or competitors for the same receptors essentially. So okay. if you separate them by, you know, eight to 12 to hours or so, uh, you're going to get much better absorption. Plus there's things like magnesium that are very calming that you don't really want in the morning, uh, okay. but you do want those at night. So it, it's pretty cool. And that I have actually, believe it or not, I found that that has been extremely helpful. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, so just sort of loading up. And, and it's weird because I, I, I believe that I eat very healthy and I, and I know that all my numbers look good, but I think that this gives me sort of like a, a baseline insurance in a way. Um, so are you are you done with the vitamin packs then? You're going with the powdered. It's it's easier to take in a drink. Oh yeah, well, so I, I haven't done the vitamin packs in a while because I, you know I was doing the vitamin packs when I was taking the same eight pills every day, you know, mm -hmm. and it was just easier that way. But now I have you know thirty different bottles in my medicine cabinet, and, and any given day I'll probably take two or three things. You know, if okay. if I know I'm going to have fish or something, I won't take a fish oil, uh, for instance, or krill oil rather. Uh, if I'm having something fermented in the morning for breakfast or something, then I won't bother with my probiotics. And, you know, it's sort of like a, a feel it out kind of thing. But so the other thing though, that I'm doing right now is mega dose. Well, I don't, it's not quite mega dosing. I'm high, high dosing on, uh, vitamin C. So the typical vitamin C pill or tablet or capsule is 500 milligrams. And I'm taking more like four grams a day. So oh, wow. There would be like eight of those. Yeah. And it's actually got antihistamine effects. It's antioxidant. It's anti, you know, it can, it can really help with the, because the, with me, I get sort of itchy eyes and stuffy nose. So uh, the okay. high dose vitamin C seems to really, really help with that. And most importantly is that I'm using a vitamin C that is a whole food based vitamin C, not one that's from uh, ascorbic acid. So it's got, you know, areola or, or um, berries and uh, derivatives from oranges and stuff like that, but it's all whole food. So you're getting the real, real vitamin C. And that those two things have been really really helpful for me. Plus, uh, in these first couple of weeks here, where I'm adjusting to the spring, I way cut back on dairy. You know, I'm, okay. I, I really love having some, you know, my my full fat yogurt with my chia seeds and and uh, cacao nibs and stuff. But I'm not doing any of that right now because I think it just it just causes me to get a little stuffed up. Right. Okay. Cool. So so yeah. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's great. So uh, what are the questions for the week? Uh, yeah, we've got a question here from Jason, and this is one that he emailed in, and he was wondering, what's the status on your breakdown of whether you use fancy, fancy hands versus time saver? Okay, so uh, first of all, Jason, I know that you actually asked this a, a few weeks ago, and I'm sorry that we didn't get to it on an earlier podcast. So time server versus, versus fancy hands. I've had some, some interesting tasks now to be able to test the two of them out. Well, I mean, I've been using fancy hands for a long time, but uh, I've been 
retesting Time Saver. Okay. And it's been very interesting. So there are obvious pros and cons to everything. The, the biggest pro, I would say, with Time Saver, obviously, is that it is the only one now that I can tell that has any legitimacy that offers an, an unlimited plan. Okay. So it's $69 a month for legitimately unlimited tasks. Now, Fancy Hands used to offer an unlimited plan. I'm very fortunate that I'm grandfathered into an unlimited plan with Fancy Hands, but uh, it was $95 at the time. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest plan you can get now is a, a sort of double premium plan with Fancy Hands, which gives you 50 tasks a month for uh, $130. So $69 unlimited. Now, this is not pros and cons so much as I'm going to just make some comparisons. So Fancy Hands is all U.S.-based. Okay. Uh, Time Saver is in Singapore. But again, Singapore, like the Philippines and some other uh, uh some other countries, you have a real westernized culture. The, the language barrier is really not an issue, and um, it's it's cheaper labor for to, obviously to a lot of extent. So okay, so Singapore based in Time Saver, Fancy Hands is in America. Fancy Hands does not any longer purchase things on your behalf. This was a big sticking point for people, and somebody asked us on the last podcast how you kind of right. deal with this, right? So. Fancy Hands used to be able to buy things up to $100 for you, and it's really convenient. I mean, you can think of all the reasons why that would be convenient. Uh, but basically with me, like anytime I wanted to buy something that was not on Amazon where I could just do a one-click buy, I would just forward it to Fancy Hands and say, buy it. Okay. I, think, I think that they ran into several issues with their payment processing and maybe security issues and, and, and whatnot. But for a couple months now, they have not been doing Payments and as with anything, you know, when it goes away, that's kind of when you realize how much you missed it and how much you wanted it. Uh, Time Saver will buy anything you want with your credit card with no limit. So this is another thing: is that Fancy Hands would buy it using their payments system somehow, and then they would charge your card, which is fine, you know. So you would have Fancy Hands on your American Express bill or your Visa card, whatever. Uh, with Time Saver, they use your credit card details to purchase whatever you want. And, you know, it's secure. There's a central database where they keep it. And most credit cards offer a lot of protection anyway. But that's a that to me is a pretty big one, honestly. So because there's no limit, they can actually pay bills for you with your card. They can do all sorts of things that uh, that might be a limiting factor with fancy hands. Okay. Uh, in my, uh, you can, you have an, a few extra ways of contacting the people at TimeSaver, one of which is through Skype. So I think that's actually kind of cool. You can instant message your task in and it will all go into your sort of centralized database. With Fancy Hands, you can call it in or you can email it in or you can use their app. Uh, TimeSaver adds the ability to do it through Skype. And if you're someone who's on Skype a lot, like I am, like Aaron and I are on right now, it's very mm-hmm. convenient to just kind of pull up a quick chat thing and, and send it over to TimeSaver. Uh, The other thing that TimeSaver does that I think is really cool is that they have this dashboard, and in the dashboard, you can put all sorts of details. You can put male or female, which is kind of funny because I've had several fancy hands think that I was a woman based on my name, (laughs) Um, and I had a a, a talk with their support team about how they could put a note in there. Uh, But you can load in login details, so you could load in the details for your WordPress blog or for Twitter or whatever you want, and then the assistant that goes in and uses it from TimeSaver can then just pull that information and, and do whatever you need. They, oh, nice. they can also do recurring tasks, which Fancy Hands cannot do. So you can tell them every Monday, I want this. Every Monday at 7 a.m., I want you to do this. Or, you know, so that's kind of a cool one, too. Fancy Hands won't do that because it's really not a dedicated service and, and you don't have that ability. Um, Fancy Hands has much better tech as far as I'm concerned. They can do 40-person conference calls for you. They tie into Google Calendar. A uh, time saver can log into your Google Calendar and, and work with it, but Fancy Hands actually has an, an API that will bring that information in and they can work with it much better. Uh, Fancy Hands ties in with Asana and Trello and Basecamp and a bunch of other things. Again, time saver could do that, but they have to log in for you. They don't have a direct connection. So mm. they're... Honestly, it's it, there's a lot of really, really, really big benefits to using TimeSaver that I have, I have to say. Um, what I haven't tested them extensively with so far is tasks where they have to call somebody. But again, the language barrier really hasn't been an issue. And the emails are really, really perfect and almost slightly formal language that I, I think is nice. And uh, it's been very thorough. So I have to say, if you need an unlimited plan, definitely go with TimeSaver. Obviously, it's your only choice. Uh, mm-hmm. But TimeSaver offers a one-day free trial, 
So you can give it a shot. No, no problem there. And Fancy Hands, you know, starts at 25 bucks a month. So I would say you should try them both out. But again, based on the difference that I've just given you, you know, if you need to buy things, if you want to have a, a recurring task, like those are the kinds of things that you need to think about whether or not you want to use one or the other. Okay, great. All right, our next question is from uh, Troy, and he says, what's the best app or website for tracking and storing your blood work? And then he also had a follow-up. What's the best website for syncing all that data together, such as your steps, your runs, your HRV? Okay, so the second question we kind of answered last week, actually, so I'll just mm-hmm. answer that real quick. So that's Argus, is my, in my opinion. Argus is the iPhone app that pulls in all your stuff. It'll pull in your stress, jo- your, um, your, your HRV number, your food, your steps, uh, your sleep, all of that stuff. So... Argus is into me is really beautifully designed. It's a great interface. It's free and it really works. So that would be the answer to the second question. As far as where to store all your blood work, so I uh, work with Inside Tracker as I've talked about before, and Inside Tracker is great because they can test your blood for you and then they give you this dashboard and stuff. But what they also offer is a DIY option, so a do-it-yourself option, and I think it's forty-nine dollars, and you can upload as many sets of blood results as you want and it will put it in to their temp or to their dashboard so you can see your numbers over time without having to necessarily use their testing service and it really is elegant it shows you your optimal ranges and where you are and where you've been and also recommends specific foods that can help you change those markers to bring them into optimal level so i would definitely recommend inside tracker for oh. that yes and we have a discount code which we'll put in the show notes so it's all there. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Well, uh, should we talk about some of the, the posts that you put up on Friday? There was an interesting yeah. post by Chris Kresser, and he, he talks about, is there any room for sweeteners in a healthy diet? Uh, do you include uh, sugar or honey or anything like that in your diet, Ari? So I do. I definitely – so no sugar at all. Um, I definitely mm-hmm. love honey. And mm-hmm. we are fortunate that – so honey is interesting to me. Honey is like a, is a medicine in a lot of ways. It really, really is. And first of all, it's, it's the only food that naturally will never, ever spoil. Do you know that? I didn't know that. Wow. That's yeah. So they, they've actually found you know, honey from, uh, from ancient Egypt that you know, over 2,000 years old basically that's still fine because it's sort of self-sealing. And it's also naturally antimicrobial, antibacterial, uh, antifungal. A lot of mommy blogs talk about putting it on cuts on kids mm. and how they help them heal. It's really amazing. But what's so special to me, especially since we've been talking about allergies, it's funny. If you can get local honey and there you can get that exposure because local honey means that they're going to be pulling in – the bees will be pulling in pollen from all of the trees and all the plants and all the things around you and that will be in the honey. You can basically inoculate yourself a little bit against the environmental stressors that you might otherwise be prone to. So we're very fortunate where we are here in the Hamptons. There's actually Hampton Honey Company and they have raw unfiltered honey and that's really key and you want to see little bits of things in it and uh, the the crunchy you know sort of crunchy gummy layer on top is called propolis and there's all these wonderful things in there wonderful health benefits from it but there's actually been evidence to show that like if you have a half a teaspoon or so or a half or a teaspoon of local honey every day Mm -hmm. you can very slowly and very effectively inoculate yourself against the local uh, pollen and you know whatever else you might be experiencing. Cool. So for me, I usually put a little. What I'll do is at the very end of the night, I'll have my little yogurt concoction, and I'll put a little bit of raw honey in there. And again, that that's also because I like having that glucose while I go to sleep. There's a lot of good evidence for that too that it helps your brain sort of fuel throughout the night. Mm-hmm. But uh, sometimes I'll have a little bit of stevia in things. I don't add it. I'll have things that have stevia in them. And stevia okay. is not really a sweetener. You know, it's a ragweed basically, and it sort of it emulates sweetness. And and I, I agree with a lot of people that it has sort of a chemical taste to it, but uh, it, it works, and it and it it doesn't have the other issues. And then finally, uh, the the other sort of added sweetener that I do like is xylitol. And xylitol is a sugar alcohol. It's really not digestible. It doesn't cause glycemic spikes and you can use a lot less of it and it's derived from uh from uh trees usually uh, really, birch trees i think is one of the one places you get it. it's it's a sugar alcohol so uh if you can bake with xylitol which is really cool you can add it to uh tea and, and uh, coffee if you really want to that kind of thing but 
Generally speaking, I really try very hard to avoid as much sweetener as I can, and that is something that is difficult for me often. <laughs> well, what about you? Do you do you throw sweeteners in anywhere? You know, I I do I do use honey, but I wasn't sure you know exactly how much is going to be healthy, how much isn't. So at night, I put uh you know maybe a few teaspoons to a tablespoon in my tea, kind of like you yeah. do, as you know helps you get to sleep. But uh, he's Chris Cresser says that honey was actually a pretty prevalent part of uh, hunter gatherers diets, and so that. That made me think maybe it's uh, maybe I could have a little more honey in my tea. I don't know, you know. Well, you know. So what's what's interesting about that is that I've heard arguments the other way, which I always thought were kind of ridiculous. Where people would be like, I don't think paleo. People would say, I don't think paleolithic man man was uh, getting honey. You know, why would they go into like a bee's nest and get stung and do that? It's like mm-hmm. because it was an amazing thing to get. You <laughs> right. know, that's why yeah. they would do it. Um, and, uh, honey is incredibly nutrient dense. I mean, it, it is literally, it's bee fuel, you know, it's like, it is right. pure fuel. So, uh, I, I think that honey is a, is a, is a very good part of, uh, of a healthy diet to be perfectly honest. And, uh, even more, and I forgot to mention this, there's actually some evidence that honey can be good for diabetics and I don't want, I'm not giving medical advice. I don't want this to be a general statement, but, uh-huh. uh, it does have a, a, a if you get a very high quality unfiltered raw honey, it can actually have an effect on on sort of modulating insulin response, which is which is really interesting. That's um, cool. The other link that I put out that I really do want to talk about is the study from Subversity about fish oil versus krill oil, because I get oh, this yeah. I get this question a lot. So mm-hmm. the the title of the of the post was "Fish and krill oil both work, but their effects on your genes are far from identical. Krill may be better for the obese, while fish acts as a fat modulator." In the lean, so it's kind of interesting. I mean, it's really interesting. But at the very end, he sort of the bottom line basically is that is what I've said all before is that krill oil is more bioavailable. Um, too much fish oil can basically sort of clog your liver and then lead to <laughs> other issues. No, and it's true. Okay. And it's not you know the you know uh, two or three grams a day or whatever is fine. But it's, if okay. people think that they're just going to overload on fish oil and it's going to make things great. It doesn't quite work that way, uh, and mm. it can actually, again, it can sort of clog the, li- the liver, whereas krill oil will dry fat away from the liver. Nice. So uh, it, basically what he concluded was that for people with a high level of inflammation already, which honestly, that's me, that's a lot of people with Crohn's, that's a lot of athletes. Mm-hmm. For them, basically, the, the, uh, the krill oil is really, really, really effective. And again, it is more bioavailable. You're basically going to get more bang for your buck with krill oil than you are with fish oil. And is there a specific brand that you would recommend? So <laughs> the krill oil is interesting because there's basically one company, I think, in the world that is even legally allowed to harvest krill oil. And, then they, and, it, and it's Neptune Krill. And then they sell okay. it to everybody else. So you're pretty much getting the same stuff. So as long as you're getting something that's in a, a not in a chemical capsule and all this stuff, I, I actually like the GNC Triple Krill brand, which is a, a gram per pill uh, or per capsule. And uh, I think it works just fine. It's really easy to get it. So, uh, the, uh, by the way, another really random side benefit of uh, krill oil versus fish oil is that as anyone who most people who's had fish oil should have had the experience of that sort of fish burp that happens later on. Mm-hmm. You don't get that with krill oil for some reason. So nice. nice. That, that's a nice thing. <laughs> uh-huh. And, you know, uh, a while ago, there was a study that showed that uh, fish oil Sometimes if it's sitting on the shelves for a while, it could go rancid because it's a high in omegas. Yeah. Um, it, does krill oil have that same problem? Do you know? Do you because do you have to buy a really high quality brand that hasn't been sitting out for a while? How does is it the I, same type of thing? As far as I know, it is more shelf staple, more mm, shelf staple. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, as with anything, like you do want to try, you don't want to get something that's been sitting on the shelf for a month. You know, right. so, so you still try to do your best to. Uh, get something that is you know, fresh. <laughs> it's not fresh yeah. fish, of course, but fresh. Uh, but again, you know, if you're having a good amount of fish in your diet, you probably don't need to go on and take a supplemental fish or krill oil. So okay. again, like I know that today I'm going to go after this podcast and I'm going to have my normal sort of breakfast egg thing, but I'm going to put some salmon in it. So okay. I probably won't take krill oil today. Nice, nice. You know, uh, another cool post that you put up that I found interesting was this idea of leaving yourself little reminders. Uh, the post was called Five Post-it Notes That Can Make You Happy and Confident and Successful. And I know you're not a big fan of paper, um, but you do had been doing some journaling, things like leaving yourself a note of things you're grateful for. 
Do you still use that journaling process or what are you doing lately to let yourself know uh, things you're grateful for? So I, I do have that I done this journal thing that I do, you know, every night, but mm-hmm. I have actually created a gratitude notebook in Evernote. I, I have to say, I, I feel very fortunate that I'm, I've, I've worked so hard, you know, on, on cultivating self-awareness that when mm-hmm. something really great happens like that, that really makes me grateful and gratitude, like it strikes me and I can actually say to myself, wow, like this is a, this is a great moment. And I re- I've been writing those down specifically in, cool. in an Evernote notebook. Yeah. So I, I think that that's actually been really helpful for me. The, this, the thing that you're referring to, this link is, is from barking up the wrong tree. And that's uh, Eric Barker, who's always posting these awesome studies about, just how to do better with everything basically. Mm-hmm. But, uh, the, so yes, you can write these things down on post-it notes and it has to do, he talks about happiness and confidence and optimism and the meaning in life and, you know, like writing down a favorite memory that makes you feel good and things like that. The truth is it doesn't have to be on a post-it note, you know, but just taking the moment to actually write these things down somewhere and making yourself think about it or just ruminate on it for even a few seconds Mm-hmm. It, it really it can and should have a, a serious effect. Very so. cool. And also, everyone, we've been getting some great reviews mm-hmm. on Amazon, or Ari's been getting great reviews, I should say, of his new book, um, four and five star reviews. So if you uh, if you've read the book and you enjoyed it, please go there and leave a review. It'd be great to hear the feedback. And we still got some T-shirts left, so definitely, I, I just sent one out this morning. So you know, if you leave us a review on iTunes or on uh, Amazon, you know, just post that up on on uh, the less doing facebook page and then get in touch we'll get in touch with you and get your address and send you out a less doing shirt so we, i really appreciate all the support that everyone's giving me and um we'll just keep going so let's uh let's get over to the interview today it's with as i said jason and mira calton and i've had them in my antheos conference and they created nutrients and we're going to talk about some of their new products and a couple of their books and um they're really cool so looking forward to this great well it's good talking with you ari take care you too aaron thanks so it is now great pleasure for me again to speak with Jason and Mira Carlton. So guys, thank you so much for talking to me. We are thrilled to be back. <laughs> so I have to just say something right off the bat, which is that I think it's amazing as far as a life management and life balance stuff that you guys are always doing interviews together. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? We actually made a promise early on. He, one of the coolest things that Jason ever said to me is when we first started dating, he's like, I just want someone who's going to be a witness to my life. Like I want someone who's also going to have the same memories. And it's just so nice to, you know, we love what we do f- for work. And so we just made, we made an early decision not to do anything separate. And that was very much against our publicist recommendations. Sure. Yeah. Um, but we just, we we're living by it. I, I know. I just, I think it's great. I really do. Um, I, every interview I've seen, you're together. And uh, the interviews we've done, you're together. So I, I love it. Um, I can't even imagine how I could possibly schedule that kind of thing with my wife. So, <laughs> uh, so, okay, so let's, first of all, I, I've written on the blog before about nutrients. I, 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 people, if you, I, I, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit, but I want to focus on the new stuff that you guys have coming out. But basically, nutrients is the, give, give us a little rundown for everybody who doesn't know what it is. Okay, so yeah, it's really the multivitamin reinvented. So we were, of course, Mira had advanced osteoporosis way back when she was 30. We met me, we started working on a way that we could get her body to absorb those vitamins and minerals or those micronutrients that she needed to reverse it. Everybody kind of knows that story. Um, What they don't necessarily know is we searched high and low for a multivitamin that would, that would, um, Allow for for proper absorption. Go with what we call the ABCs of optimal supplementation guidelines. That's what came out of this. So we've got four factors that we noticed that were kind of flaws with today's multivitamin. The first one was absorption. They weren't absorbing, and that's because so many of them are pills, capsules, or tablets. Yeah, over 51% in tests don't even disintegrate um, in the amount of time that your body would need it. So you're just trashing your money. I mean, it doesn't do anything good for your body. Well, I I liked the story you told me last time about the uh, septic tank guy with uh, like 6,000 undigested pills in a septic tank. (laughs) And it's so funny. We actually had a woman call us the other day, and she was on a prescription for potassium. potassium, And they were going right through it to the point that she actually took them out brought them to her uh, pharmacist and said, they're not digesting. I mean, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but she actually went to them and brought it back. And you know what the pharmacist said? Ari, they actually said, oh, that's okay. You're probably absorbing some of it. 
Yeah, she's like, I'm not absorbing any of it. Wow. The slack coating <laughs> is still on the tablet. So yeah, so that's a it's a big it's a very problem. vivid way to imagine that yeah, you're not that's right. getting what you need. <laughs> yeah, but it's one that we don't think about because we always go to the nutrition store and we grab the vitamin and it's probably in a pill or capsule. So that was one. That's our first factor. We go over these in the video. People can look at the video at ABCs of supplementation.com. So we'll go they can take it slow and go there. Yeah, we'll put the that in the show notes, of course. Yeah, and the second one's beneficial quantities and forms. Again, when we look for a multi for Mira, guess what? They don't have. When you go to your cabinet and pick out your multi, it's not going to have any calcium in it or very little. It's not going to have any magnesium or very little. It doesn't have the vitamin D. Now, you're going to see more and more vitamins starting to put that higher level of vitamin D in. But, you know, eight years ago when we were doing this, you know, vitamin D, there was, there was nobody who had 1,000 IUs in it. Of course, nutrients has 2,000 IUs. Yeah, vitamin E is a big one. We actually have all eight forms of vitamin E in there. Most people don't even realize that there's more than one form of vitamin E, but there's eight. Yeah. And what they're finding out now is that the tachytrinals, as opposed to the tocopherols, which are normally in your multivitamin, the tachytrinals are actually far more antioxidant strength, have more antioxidant strength yeah. than the ones that you're actually seeing. So we include all eight forms, both forms of vitamin K, because only K2 can help with bone strength, which was so important for me. Yeah. So we have actually uh, both of those in there. Yeah, MK4 and MK7. So that's important. So I, I just want to stop on that for a second because uh, I've found that there have been several, uh, not not old, but older women who I have specifically recommended nutrients to because they were having osteopenia and osteoporosis symptoms. And I was like, you're not going to be getting what you need from your environment. It's like, well, should I take this, this, and this? And I was like, no, just try taking nutrients because it's it's got those different elements in it. Yeah, and it really is. It's the vitamin K2 that actually works as the director to tell the calcium yeah. to get out of your bones, I mean, to get out of your blood and into your bones, which is so important. So, um, so, well, so, so that, that's what, okay, so that's that's a really good quick little overview. But the one thing that I really want to harp on for people that I want people to recognize is that vitamins, a lot of times, multivitamins, which I've been so against for such a long time until I discovered your product, is that there's competition with vitamins that people just don't realize. And that's why it's like you think that it's efficacious when you're peeing orange after you have a multivitamin, but that's because you're peeing out the vitamin. Um, so the for those who have not tried it, you're, you have a packet for the morning and a packet for the evening. You mix it into a glass of water, whatever you want, and take it. But that separation... I think is what's one of the most powerful things about it. So yeah, it's really the key. This is this is a big change in supplemental science now. So this is why we got a patent on nutrients. We didn't just formulate nutrients. We then went to the American government and said, "Hey, this is a completely unique idea. We know that these certain vitamins and minerals are competing for each other with each other for receptor sites in the body. It's in all these peer-reviewed journals and all these studies. So oh, we had to prove it. I mean, yeah. like they wanted a lot of proof to make sure that this was a real science and that and that we had really done all this research. Right. So we call it anti-competition technology. It took us almost six years just to map out all the different known competitions. And that's really where the nutrients are so different. No other multivitamin, not only don't they separate, they can't separate it. We do have that patent in the U.S. So if you want to take a multivitamin and you want to make sure that the vitamins and minerals that are known to compete with each other for receptor sites aren't together in the multi, in your multivitamin, then nutrients really is the only option. And it's cool because you don't have to megadose anymore because you really only need to give the person the amount that they need because there's no competition anymore. Right. Right. So, and, and I've written about this on the, po on the blog. I want people to try it out if they haven't. Jason and Mira have been really generous to give us a, a discount code for that, which will be in the show notes. But this interview is about some of your new products. Okay. <laughs> so let's talk about skinny fat. Yeah. Oh, my baby. So we just got it. This is it. That's well, not that, looks like a bottle of wine. Yeah. <laughs> well, the cool thing is I wanted it to be something that people could leave on their kitchen counter and have somebody come over and be like, you know, it doesn't look like a lab kit. It actually just looks like a regular, really nice, expensive olive oil or regular oil that you would use in cooking. Right. So that's why we designed it this way. Yeah. We wanted to make sure, of course, it was in glass and that it was opaque. And you're not you know, all the things that we talk about in our books. Um, are taking care of there with the packaging of skinny fat. Now, a lot of times people say, what's so cool about skinny fat? What is it? Is it just an MCT oil? No. MCT oil is great. I've been using MCT oil for 25 years. It's kind of been a secret in the bodybuilding and, and athletic communities for a long time. But the problem with MCT oil on its own has got a couple of them. First, it can cause stomach upset when you use it by itself. You notice that when we combined it with an organic virgin coconut oil, that stomach pain went away almost completely. Yeah. Secondly, 
MCT is what it is, medium-chain triglycerides. Medium-chain triglycerides don't use bile acid to break down. They, go to, they bypass that digestion like long-chain fats would need to go through, and they go directly into the liver, and they become ketone properties, ketone bodies. which Great creates, for burning fat. Yeah, great for burning fat, but not so great for absorption of micronutrients. Right. So when you say you want fat, you want, we add, want you to add some fat to nutrients, or you want fat on your salad so you can absorb the vitamins in your salad – MCT on its own won't do it, but when we combine it with the coconut oil, which has a certain amount of long chains, now you get the you get the absorption of the micronutrients. We also didn't put a, so much coconut oil in that it tastes like coconut, so it just kind of tastes like water, you know. So you can it's use it in your oil. cooking, right? Yeah. Well, so it's, so I mean, coconut oil is what sixty two percent MCT oil or something like that, right? So so why not just do coconut oil then? You know why? Well, the supercharge is it. It's like taking the best part or some of the best parts of the coconut oil and like megafying it so that now it's like supercharged. Okay. And that's what really we do. We kind of like look at products that are already out there and we say, how can we really amp up the benefits of what people are already doing? I mean, and also you just don't want – there's other problems with coconut. Like you can't really cook with coconut right. because it's just a hard substance in right. that room temperature. So this way we added the MCT, we're patent pending on the process, and what happens is it's now refrigeratable. Right. You can actually chill it and it's not going to turn into a muck. You can make marinades That's now cool. you couldn't before. So it's making it a lot more user friendly in the kitchen. Yeah. Well, and as far as a marinade, I don't – people probably don't realize this a lot, but MCT oil is a flavor enhancer. Yeah. So it helps to transport the, I mean, all of the things that, that make you taste things better, actually. It enhances all those properties. So uh, as, a, as a flavor enhancer itself, it's pretty amazing. Well, we just did a video on making some um, infusions with it. And I'm telling you, like the bursts of flavor you get from herbs mm, when they've been sitting in this oil are just amazing. It's actually funny you said that because we have another product as well. It's called Skinny Fat Olive. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason we did this is because, <laughs> you know, of course, we love olive oil, but it's got such high levels of omega-6 that it's really throwing everybody off. So, yeah, it's one of the healthiest oils, but then your omega-6 levels are so high that how are you ever going to bring that down with balancing the omega-3. So we wanted to do something. And like you said, because MCT oil is such a great flavor transporter, we only had to put in a so, such a small amount of oh, organic amazing. extra virgin olive oil yeah. that you get the full flavor as if you were using real olive oil with skinny fat, but we reduce the omega-6 by 85%. So now you can use it wow. just like you would olive oil, but with 85% less omega-6, plus you've got the MCTs, you've got the energy, you've got the brain-boosting component of the coconut and the MCT that you don't with normal olive oil. So that's going to be more heat-stable, too. It's, exactly. It is slightly more heat-stable, yeah. Yeah, so we use that one, all the regular Italian things that we would use. A lot of, um, like, I made a really amazing pizza the other day, and I made a white sauce where I tapped it in the olive oil, well, the skinny fat olive, with some fresh basil and herbs in it, and it was literally to die for. It's so, really good. Now, so I'm sure you guys know all the controversy stuff with olive oil and fake olive oil and a lot of stuff. So how are you sourcing your olive oil? We, oh. Yeah, we source it directly from the source in Spain, and we bring over virgin organic extra virgin organic olive oil, and then we, we manufacture the product ourselves. So there is no third party. Oh, yeah. great. That's really – wow. Okay. Um, and you know, one of the things that I get asked a lot too about MCT oils particularly is like – so I'm, I'm pretty lean and I obviously I work with a lot of people who are healthy or are trying to get healthier and they're like, well, why do I want to be a fat burner cell? And it's – I mean I am lean and I have MCT oil every day. I think that it's just – it's a more efficient metabolic function. But what do you think? We've actually used it. Actually, Jason's used it on both the people who are trying to lose weight as well as people who are trying to gain weight. Yeah. And it works absolutely great in both situations. Right. Well, not only does it help with well, it helps with all kinds of things. Brain boosting is one of the major things because ketones are your body's preferred energy source mm -hmm. for the heart and the brain. So instead of having to make glucose and utilize that glucose in the brain, those ketones go right in and are immediately able for your body to use them. It also helps with immune protection. They also Sounds help with digestion. digestion. Right. So if you don't have a gallbladder or a low-functioning gallbladder that's going to secrete that bile like 25 million Americans do now, mm -hmm. you can't use regular fat. Your body has a hard time digesting it. Of course, that because skinny fat is mostly MCT oil and just a small amount of long chain, the liver can produce enough bile to digest that so they can still get the absorption of the micronutrients but without putting stress on the gallbladder. So it's great for digestion. It's just right now there really isn't a good 
oil to use other right. than it. I mean, like that's really what came came down to. We started saying, okay, well, what? You know, we wrote Rich Food Poor Food, and we started talking about all the different oils. And we're like, you know, at that point, we didn't want to bring up MCT because it's a little technical for that kind of a shopping grocery store guide. There wasn't anything in the grocery store. Right. And then we started thinking, well, you know, where do you send someone who wants to make a salad dressing? Or what, what do you really use? Basically, it's all GMO seed oils that are corn, in the corn soy, that are in these products. So we just want, saw that niche that needed to be filled and had put a good product out there. And don't forget the athletic performance. I mean, you know, how are you going to get enough calories in your body <laughs> that you cannot store it as body fat and still gain muscle and give yourself all that energy that you need to really perform and we're talking about elite athletes now so mct oil like i said has been kind of a, a secret for bodybuilders and high performance professionals for years because you can you can have a thousand calories a day or more of mct oil you can't store it you get that thermogenic heat response and it's immediate energy so there's a lot of benefits to using mct oil oh yeah i mean i, I so i've been putting it in my smoothies for a long time and i I actually have this recipe on my blog, and I, I think my smoothie ended up being 1,800 calories. Um, and uh, people were like, how is that possible? I was like, well, each tablespoon of MCT oil is 100 calories. So it's just go, 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 you know, as long as you can tolerate it. And you feel great when you're on it, though. You really it, yeah. it has that natural energy. That with the nutrients I mean, when you're making your smoothies, I mean, that's what we're doing. And it really, between the natural micronutrients that you need to, to have that energy in your body and then the... The skinny fat on top of it is fantastic. Yeah. Well, so, you, you know, you said you, you looked far and wide basically for other oils and you really can't. So, but let's just talk about a couple others for a second. So, like, what about, you know, comparing it to like avocado oil or, uh, or almond oil or even, you know, those kinds of things? Like, I know none of those have medium chain triglycerides that are accessible in them per se, I think. Uh, but, you know, smoke points and, and flavor and all that stuff, like, how, you know, I'm assuming you looked at all those when you were doing the research. Sure. So the smoke points of those oils are going to be typically higher than ours. Mm -hmm. What you have to watch out for with those oils is the omega-6 level. Yeah. So this is really where the downfall is for pretty much every other oil across the board. I would say most health professionals agree on one thing. Coconut oil is the healthiest oil in the world. I, I don't, I've never even heard people, even people who are against saturated fat are like, well, with the exception of coconut oil. So we want to, you know, I think you're starting with the, you know, quote unquote, the best oil in the world with coconut. When you try to move to other oils, yeah, you've got maybe, maybe a higher smoke point, but you're not going to have the lauric acid. You're not going to have the MCT benefit, even if you, you're not doing what the we do. The antiviral, antibacterial properties. Right. right. And you've got the omega-6 problem. It really, I mean, for me, the best oil health-wise with omega-6 is olive. That's why we chose that to do uh, a skinny fat olive. When you move to the other ones, they all have their benefits here or there and flavor enhancers. And that's okay to use in small quantity. But we didn't want to make that the staple oil for people. So what, what's a typical omega-6, omega-3 ratio in olive oil? I'm blanking for some reason. It's um, I think it's around 23 to 1. Right, okay. So... And and we really want like a two to one, right? Like or a four, maybe a three to four to one. Yeah. Or a one to one, right? So is that so? But you've actually completely flipped that now, right? With the skinny fat olive, you're it's, you're taking out eighty five percent. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So because well, you know everyone's getting enough omega six in their diet anyway. We didn't need mm. to. We didn't need to enhance that. So. Yes. Right. Exactly. So okay. Well, I mean, I. I very excited about this product, by the way, because we do obviously, I mean, obviously, but I, I would think it's obvious. We do a lot of cooking at home. So uh, any any way that I can get fat into my food, I'm always excited about. Right. Yeah, we, we look forward to getting some of your recipes using them. Yeah. We're, we're doing a lot of recipes. I know people are really excited about seeing other people's recipes. So You got it. Um, so I want to talk about the next sort of secret product. But before that, I didn't, actually didn't intend this on being like a tour of the Colton's products. <laughs> but I was... Um, I was uh, I have rich food for food. I've had it for a little while, but I, I haven't referred to it in a little while. And I went. To, I've, I've been very frustrated with our local grocery store uh, with the eggs. So I just, just this is a side note I want to talk about for a second. So we had, there's a, there's a farm nearby that I love getting eggs from, but it's not been the season sort of until maybe a week or two from now they're going to start having them again. Uh, but I go to the grocery store and there are literally 20 brands of eggs. Um, and it's really hard to find one that I think is okay. And, and there have been two times where I've been tricked, basically, because I know what to look for. And I yep. grabbed one. I was like, okay, this is fine. And then, like, in little print, it says all vegetarian feed or something. You know? yeah. But, yeah. So uh, I finally I – I mean, I remembered the book. It was on my shelf. And I looked. And the country hen yes. is the greatest eggs I think you can buy now. And I've been getting them. And they're so good. 
They're uh, so they're good. delicious, and right? Having them. Yeah, and the thing is, the reason I hadn't gotten them before, oddly enough, is that at my grocery store, they're only in six packs. Yep. Everywhere. Everywhere. Okay, well, so... I had never noticed. I just, I'm like, oh, because we, we literally go through like a dozen eggs a day here. So I just wasn't even looking. Um, so um, the country hand, for anybody listening, like that, those are the eggs you want. <laughs> it's really tough with eggs. Well, you know, oh, yeah. it's funny that you say that because, you know, so many people, you know, when you start talking about organic and grass fed, the first thing out of the skeptic's mouth is, can you really taste a difference with that stuff? Listen, <laughs> oh you God, put a regular God. egg up against country hen eggs, and you're not only going to see it, you're going to taste it, and you'll make a believer out of people because there yeah. is a big difference in taste when you up the quality across the board. But eggs are a great way to prove it. So I thought this was actually kind of amazing. So my son, my older son, my, my older son is two, uh, two years and three months old, um, and uh, he loves eggs. I mean, he, almost every day he has eggs, and it, it's, I'm actually very proud of that. Um, he and he actually can make his own scrambled eggs now. He gets up on the counter, he cracks them, and he yeah, it's amazing. It's really cool. <laughs> um, and he kind of insists on it, but uh, he can tell the difference between good yep. eggs and bad eggs. And there are days when he will not eat. Not sorry, not days, but there have been a couple times when like he wouldn't eat it, and we're like, oh, he's just being picky. And I'm pretty convinced that it was because they weren't the same kind of eggs because they look pale. Like they don't yeah. look like his normal like you know orangey, delicious smelling eggs. So. I thought that was a pretty good litmus test. Absolutely, yeah. Children know. If anybody doesn't know about rich food, poor food, you know, yeah. just happen to have a copy right here. This is it. <laughs> this is the grocery store guide. It's your GPS, and it will take you down every aisle in the store and show you how to pick out the most micronutrient-packed foods. That's the key. Well, so what I what's amazing about the book too is you even go into like things like hot dogs, you know, and stuff where you there's like there's nothing healthy there, but you actually have given some raising options. And even if you even if uh, that's not the point, is you're showing how unhealthy some of the things that you might have been buying before are. And yeah. I often feel like I see this with people in my parents' generation actually a lot where it's like, eh, what's the difference? Like, is it really worth trying this other thing? This is what I've been eating for years. It's fine. Um, and it's like, okay, well, maybe it is, but it's actually this bad, this bad, this bad, and this bad because of all these reasons. So we had friends over this weekend and they have kids too. And I let, she was flipping through the book and she was like, oh my God, these are so horrible. We can't eat these anymore. Oh my God, these are horrible. We can't eat these anymore. Yeah. Um, but I, it's, especially for parents, I have to say that it's, it's like a savior when you're walking down the aisles and you're trying to make a decision. And as unhealthy as the choices are in many grocery stores, the book really kind of helps you cut through that crap. Yeah. Oh, thanks. There's one ingredient that I, as long as we're just talking ingredients and stuff, that I, we didn't really draw on too much in the book that I, it really is bring, bringing us more concern now because we're seeing much more micronutrient leaching because of it. And it's called cellulose. And it's just virgin wood pulp. Basically, they're sticking wood, wood pulp into more and more of our foods these days to yeah. stretch the dollar. And they can actually have 30% more profit simply by adding it in. There's no restriction to how many, how much of it they can put in your food. Except in, Except meat, in meat, where I think it's only 3%, 3, 3% or 3.5%. Mm -hmm. But in other foods, they can go all the way up to, you know, whatever they want, 10, 20%. And, and of course, everything. we're buying it because it says high fiber. You know, America's on this fiber kick these days. And so they're putting wood in all the foods. We're buying more. They're making more money. There's even organic wood pulp, which is just like, come on, really? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> But you realize that fiber, the reason why fiber brings down cholesterol levels is because it chelates to cholesterol. It also chelates to vital minerals. So the so, more we're putting in, not only are we getting less nutrition in the food, because now food. You know, 3 to 30% is wood pulp with no nutritional value, but it has the potential to chelate the minerals that are in the food. So just, just a you know, yeah, warning. Just, yeah, because we're starting to see that in, in literally in almost every type of product, from Even liquids cheese. to cheese, I mean, everything. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that grape nuts are pure wood. <laughs> that was probably the whole trick of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I, I mean, that's interesting about the cholesterol. I actually didn't, I know about the fiber health, and I didn't realize that it was chelating the cholesterol. Backing up then again, so is there some element then in, in terms of nutrients that actually can help you as far as cholesterol? Well, I mean, it's more, it's instead of nutrients so much. Well, yeah, there well, are some things. The yeah, certainly the ni niacin. Yeah. Niacin. Yeah, will lower the LDL cholesterol. There's, there's certain micronutrients that will help with that overall. If you still believe in that cholesterol profile concept, you know, that's becoming more, less and less really a factor of cardiovascular disease. I think if you want to, it's not so much for me lowering your cholesterol. For me, it's allowing your body to have the right fats so that it can produce the cholesterol, so it doesn't need no to produce the extra cholesterol. Yeah. So getting enough fat in your diet, I found, in just eating a higher fat diet naturally mediates or just kind of lowers, but 
doesn't lower the cholesterol so much that it's unsafe. It just allows you to have a natural, healthy level of cholesterol. And of course, there's a lot of research studies showing that the people with the highest cholesterol level live the <laughs> longest and are the healthiest. Well, so no, don't I, get too caught up in that. No, I just because I, I love that you just said that it's not going to lower the levels to where it's unhealthy. Yes. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean lower it to where it's unhealthy? It's, uh, right. Of course, it's actually, I um the last time I got my cholesterol checked, I was at 183, and I and I was talking to somebody. I was like, I said, I'm actually disappointed. Like I was hoping it was going to be above 200. <laughs> so that was a little shocking. Well, as long as those HDLs are over 100, you're doing good. Right, and uh, my uh, triglycerides are always very low, so I I, I, uh, I have quite a bit of carb tolerance actually. Um, anyway, so let's talk about the super secret product. Sure. Okay. Yeah, we don't even have a bag. It's that secret. No, it's that, it's that new. <laughs> I don't even have it yet. I have um all the samples and then we're still using it but so it's called Empower protein okay. and we created this again because there's just no great proteins on the market that taste good so we wanted to make sure that our protein was something that we could use in numerous things again so Empower is first of all it's organic it's from grass verified organic by the it's, way not just saying yes, organic USDA organic USDA verified okay it's non-GMO project verified right so we had to go through Third all party that. testing. It's kosher. It's got it's from grass fed certification. So they have to certify the cows are grass fed year round. Yeah. Um, and humane certified. It's a whey it's- concentrate. So it is just the purest thing. There's one ingredient. It is whey concentrate. We're not throwing in soy lecithin. We're not doing anything to change what the product is. And the cool thing about it is you can use it for so many different purposes. Yeah. Um, we're doing a whole lot of recipes with it. What our favorite is called the triple threat. Yeah. So, so let me just going to ask how we can combine everything, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we lo- really look at, there's basically, in our opinion, kind of three staple products that you need to have. You need to have a great multivitamin. You need to have a great oil source. And you need to have a great protein powder. You have those three things, and you're a long way in doing well. So what we did is we took the protein in power yet just put the put what we like to do is we put a little bit of chilled coffee in the blender then we put a scoop of our protein in there in power then we put a tablespoon of skinny fat in there to help with the absorption and then we put nutrients right in it it is so good i was just about to ask you if i could do that yes you can do that it is so good i like it personally with the um i put some we have a cocoa a stevita cocoa that is just chocolate and stevia so add a little bit of that and um, the nutrients. And it's like having a mocha, like a mocha cappuccino thing every morning. And yeah. it's a great meal replacement. It helps you feel full, like I think up to four hours after eating protein, the studies say. Yeah. It kills your cravings because you're getting sufficient in all your micronutrients. And then you have the skinny fat that keeps your body revved um, for the next few hours. It's, it's just fantastic. And we're also baking with it. Yeah. I'm doing okay. a lot of baking right now with it. Yeah, I think that, you know, Protein is one of those things. There are some good quality proteins out there, um, none of which are certified by, by the USDA. But, but that aside, there are quality proteins. But my problem with it is there's like this barn floor taste of protein concentrates. If you want a clean protein, you're forced to go with the isolate most of the time. But we actually went to the farm. Yeah. We yeah. went to the farmers and we have like this incredible source of – it just tastes like cream. It's it just tastes cream. like pure cream. Really? Yeah. I mean, that, and because you know, I agree with you, Jason, that's true. And it's almost—I take that for granted because I feel like in this this uh, arena where you're doing biohacking and you're testing all these different things, like you, you kind of take taste for granted sometimes, you know. So it's like I, I don't expect supplements or things to taste good. So, uh, but <laughs> I know. <laughs> Why? But why isolate versus concentrate? Like that means so little to a lot of people, and I'm I'm curious why you went with the concentrate. Yeah. Well, the concentrate is the whole form. This is a, how the way is. So it's got aminogobulins in it. It's got it's got the factors that are going to help to increase your um, your glutathione levels. You can't do that with isolate. So I mean, they just add it back in sometimes. But they basically destroyed it using. If it's going to be an isolate, it has an acid or a bleach processing right. where they actually pulled the fat away from the protein. Well, when they do that, everything gets all messed up in there. You get all, a lot of destruction a lot of degradation to the uh, amino acids. So then what they do is they throw them back in afterwards to try to, to you know, bring, the, to levels bring the levels back up. But this is a lot of processing. And they really, you know, it's like kind of cracking the egg and then pretending they're putting it back together. You're better <laughs> off leaving it as a whole concentrate. 
I mean, we have 150 milligrams of glutathione in the product just per serving. Which, for everybody listening, that is basically your master antioxidant. The ultimate antioxidant, right up there with alpha-lipoic acid. Some people even think it's better than alpha-lipoic acid. Uh, That's my understanding, yeah. Yeah. Anti-aging. It does everything. Anti-aging, anti-cancer, brain memory, anti-Alzheimer's, dementia. Um, The studies are incredible. And the website actually has every single study mentioned and you can imagine. And one of the, probably (laughs) one of the greatest factors of it is that it's a, it recharges other antioxidants. So you've got your E and your C and your quercetin and your grapeseed extract all out there going and absorbing these, you know, free radical electrons. But then afterwards, they're almost kind of useless. It's like they've been used, but alpha lipoic acid and glutathione both regenerate and recharge these antioxidants. So you you can use them again and again and again. And if you don't have enough of it in your body, then you get a one-shot antioxidant kind of take with these. If you've got enough in your body, it's almost like this never-ending antioxidant supply. And that's really why it's so important to have high levels of glutathione. Sure. So, so when are you going to take the triple threat, feed it to fish, and give us the best fish oil ever? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, we're working we on uh, <laughs> Omega, but we only have so much time. Yeah, we are going to be working on Omega. I, I would be shocked if you weren't. So, um, all right, well, we're basically out of time here. So, I mean, th- this is this, this is always – it's always fun talking to you guys. This is really great. So I do love to ask this question at the end, which is basically what are your top three tips for being more effective? It doesn't have to be nutrition. It could be – I mean – if you guys doing everything together as one of them, I, I would love that. But your top three tips for being more effective. Um, be happy. Okay. Just have to be a happy human. And in order to do that, find out what makes you happy and, and let that thrive in you every single day. Yeah. In fact, we were just talking today on our walk that we were going to be doing a lot more with um, creating a list of things that are that that are factors in your life that do make you happy. How do you get that, what we call happiness factor, into a corporation or a business? And it's one of the things that we work on every single day. So we'll do things like, you know, taking, very specifically making ourselves take time off. So I think that's, yeah. that's one of the things, too, is making time for, especially when you run a company like we do, uh, time for each other in the relationship. I think that's another tip. Yeah. So being happy, taking time taking in a time relationship. Taking time your family. And what would you say and is our third? third one. I say travel. You know what? I mean, it always opens your mind. No matter, take off right no now, matter so. how much you think you know, go to another place and you'll see yeah. what perspective you think you have from a completely different angle. You know, I you think it's the best, about edu- best education in the world is travel, I believe. Well, those are great. Thank, thank you for that. Thank you for talking to me. Thank you for providing these amazing products for people that, that they have to try and, and I've been enjoying quite a bit. And also thank you for the discount code. So everybody can find all this information and more in the show notes. And uh, I mean, you, you can give us a URL if you want, but I'm going to put everything about you guys in the show notes anyway. Yeah. We trust you. And thank you so much for bringing us on and and trying the products and really giving us honest feedback with them. We appreciate that. Absolutely. So thanks again. Take care, guys. 